Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai, Jai Om Vishnupad Paramahamsa Parvijaka Charja, Asto Tarasutashishimadis Divine Grace, Srila Bhakti Siddhanta Saraswati Goswami Maharaj Prabhupada Ki Jai, Ananta Koti Vaishnavrinda Ki Jai, Srinama Charja Srila Haridas Thakur Ki Jai, Prayam Sikamo Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhunatananda Sri Dwaita Gadara Sri Vasari Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Ki Jai Sri Sri Radha Krishna Gopa Gopanath Shaima Kunda Radha Kunda Giri Govardhan Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ziskan Ki Jai Srila Prabhupada Ziskan Tusan Ki Jai Gantaraj Srimad Bhagavatam Ki Jai Gaur Premanande All glories to the Assembly devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories to the assembled devotees all glories all glories all glories to Sri Guru and Sri Gauranga Namo Vishnu Padaya Krishna Prasthaya Bhutale Srimata Bhaktivedanta Samaniti Namane Namaste Saraswati Devi Gauravani Pacharine Nirvesesha Sanyavadi Vasyatadesha Tarine Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Om Namo Bhagavate Vasudevaya Thank you so much for coming. Isn't it nice that you're so close you can come and hear? Great. See, Krishna always takes care of you. Today's class, beautiful Srimad Bhagavatam. Canto 3, Chapter 13, Text 41.
Trayami, oh, excuse me, Trayimayam, Rupam, Itam, Cha, Sokaram, Nu, Mandalenata, Tata, Dritena, Te, Chakshasti, excuse me, Chakashti, Shringoda, Ganena, Buyasa, Kula Chan, Kula, excuse me, Kula Chan, Chalendrasya, Yataiva, Vibramaha, Trayaminayam rupamidam cha sokaram Trayaminayam Try my rupam idam cha sokaram. Bumandalena tayatata the tad dritena te Chakashti swingo the ganena buyasa. Kula Chalandras Drasya Tatyatai Brahmaha Traimayam Rupam Idam Cha Sokaram Bumandalena Tayadatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatatat
Personified. Rupam form. Idam this. Cha also. Sokaram the boar. Bumandalena by the earth planet. Ata now. Dutta by the tusk. Tritena, Tritena, sustained by, sustained by, te, te, your, Chukasti <coughs> is glowing, is glowing, Shringa Uda, sustained by the peaks, sustained by the peaks, Ganina, Ganina, by the clouds. Buyasa, Buyasa, more glorified. More glorified. Kula Achala Indrasya, Kula Achala Indrasya, of the great mountains. Of the great mountains. Yata, Yata, as much as. As much as. Eva, Eva, certainly. Vibramaha, Vibramaha, decoration. Decoration. Translation and purport by His Divine Grace. Srila A.C. Bhaktivedanta Swami, Srila Prabhupada. O Lord, as the peaks of great mountains become beautiful when decorated with clouds, your transcendental body has become beautiful because of your lifting the earth on the edge of your tusks. <clears throat> so I say, and you can repeat. <coughs> You were supposed to repeat that clearing of the throat. Pay <laughs> attention here. Oh Lord, oh Lord, as the peaks of a great of great mountains, as the peaks of great mountains become beautiful, become beautiful when decorated with clouds. When decorated with clouds, your transcendental body, your transcendental body has become beautiful, has become beautiful because of your lifting, because of your lifting the earth. The earth on the edge, on the edge of your tusks, of your tusks. Purport. The word vibramaha is significant. Vibramaha means illusion as well as beauty. When a cloud rests on the peak of a great mountain, it appears to be sustained by the mountain, and at the same time, it looks very beautiful. Similarly, the Lord has no need to sustain the earth on his tusks, but when he does so, the world becomes beautiful, just as just as the Lord becomes more beautiful because of his pure devotees on the earth. Although the Lord is the transcendental personification of the Vedic hymns. He has become more beautiful because of his appearance to sustain the earth. Om Agyan Timarantasya Gyanagyana Shalakaya Chakshur On Militam Jena Tasmai Sri Gurave Namaha Sri Chaitanya Mano Vishtam Stapitam Jena Bhutale Svayam Rupakata Mayam Dadanti Svapadanti Kam. Hey Krishna Karuna Sandudinam Pandu Jagatpate. Go Pesha Gopeka Kanta Radha Kanta Namostate. Tapta Kanchana Gorange Radha Brinda Vaneshwari. Brishup Anustate Devi Pranamami Hari Priye. 
Jai Sri Krishna Chaitanya Prabhu Nityananda Sri Adelita Gadadhar Srivasadi Gaur Bhakta Vrinda Hare Krishna Hare Krishna 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 Hare Hare Rama Hare Rama Hare Hare Pancha Kalpata Rubyas Chakrita Sindhu Vahira Chakpatitanam Pavadevyo Vaishnavevyo Namo Namo Once again, the verse. O Lord, as the peaks of great mountains become beautiful when decorated with clouds, your transcendental body has become beautiful because of your lifting the earth on the edge of your tusks. Uh, Sir Prabhupada points out in the purport uh, this word, uh, Vibramaha. beautiful but illusory so uh the clouds uh, that you may see you look at a mountain and you see this clouds beautiful clouds and they look like they're balanced on top of the mountain you see so it's beautiful but it's it, it causes your mind to uh, hallucinate you may say you're thinking that the mountain is holding those clouds, but it's really not. You see, the clouds are just there. They're moving across. If you look for a few minutes, the clouds will be gone. The mountain wasn't holding the clouds. So this Vibramaha, that means uh, beautiful, but illusory at the same time. You see, it looks very wonderful, but it's uh, it's just a passing thing. So. Uh, <clears throat> the Lord is doing this wonderful pastime. Uh, he, he, did he have to actually come down as boar? Did he have to come with his tusks and lift the earth out of the, the troubled water that it was in? He didn't have to do that. He didn't. I mean, he could. Uh, he wouldn't even really have to snap his fingers. He doesn't even have to do that. He could just kind of will it. I remember uh, some of you older folks might remember that that uh, TV show Bewitched. Uh-huh. Remember that? Do. When she would just twitch her nose. I remember you that. Know? You remember that? Yeah. Just twitch her nose and it would happen. She was a witch. So Krishna could do that. He could just twitch his nose or blink his eyes or, or, or will it. And the earth would be right back. Why did he go through? Why did he do this? He comes as this beautiful boar, comes out of the nostril. Or while Lord Brahma is talking, he comes out of the nostril. And everyone's amazed. What is this? What is this creature that's come? You see? And then he grows big, big, big. Uh, then he goes and he lifts the earth, you know. And as he's doing this, he's making this beautiful show. You see, he's very beautiful. And because he's lifting the earth, he looks even more beautiful. So uh, Krishna again and again, we see his nature is to be your hero. I, I want to engage with you personally. I don't want to just twitch my nose from somewhere in the beyond the Brahm Jyoti. I could do that. <clears throat> but then how would that uh, show me to you? How would that give me a personal connection with you? And how would that give uh, you some way to remember me, to think of me? Uh, in other words, I want you to remember me. I want you to think of me. And because I love you, I'm going to bless you by giving you some of my pastimes that will help you remember me. While at the same time, I'm going to enjoy this. This is going to be fun. I will be the hero. And I will lift the earth. I don't have to do any of this. You know, I don't even have to snap my fingers. But because I want you to uh, have some milestone 
to remember me by, some event among so many events. Actually, Krishna's events are unlimited where he comes to show uh, himself. I want to connect with, I want you to see me. You see, as George Harrison says, I really want to see you. You know, I really want to be with you. Krishna saying, I want you to see me. I want you to be with me. It's interesting how George is speaking the words of Krishna. You know, Krishna saying, I want you to be with me. I want you to see me. If you see me, uh, you will think of me. I want to di uh, uh, display my ability. I want to display and to uh, demonstrate my love for you. I want to give you something by which um, you can remember, you see. I want you to see me as your shelter. I want you to see me as your hero. I want to be the one that you think of when you need someone to think of, you see. It's just like, you know, there's uh, some people, um, they may um, become affectionate with someone and they may say, oh, this person is my soulmate, you see. So, well, why? Well, because we laugh together, we share some enjoyment together, and uh, we complete each other's sentences. So this is my soulmate. <clears throat> this demonstrates the narrow uh, intelligence of uh, the common man now. So because we can complete other sentences, and other, you're my person, you're my go-to person, you see. So it's because you have no knowledge of the Supreme Godhead. You have no knowledge of God. So therefore, you, you think, who do you think is your eternal soulmate? First and foremost, Krishna. Talk about a soulmate. He's... So many times through history, he's demonstrated, I am here for you. Since I'm here for you, take advantage of it. What do I have to do? Pick up a whole planet on my nose to save you? What do I have to do? Kill demons when I'm a tiny baby? What else do you want me to, what are you asking me to do before I become your soulmate, the one, your go-to guy, the one you think of. I'll send my devotees. Huh? I'll send my pure devotees. I'll send you a guru, and he will give you. If you'll just take the guru, you can't take me, take the guru, and then you'll get me. Prabhupada says in the purport here, <coughs> oh. The Lord becomes uh, more beautiful because of his, of his pure devotees on earth. How could that work? What does that mean? The Lord becomes more beautiful because of his pure devotees on earth. Pure devotees sing his glories, everybody. Yeah. How does that make the Lord more beautiful? Because uh, he's happier. He's happy. It's like when a child does something that makes the parent happy and proud. What do they do? They, they beam, right? They see their child. Oh, just see. You've come of age. Oh, this is so wonderful you were doing that. Immediately you become more beautiful. So uh, Krishna's devotees, they chant his glories. They distribute uh, his glories, and, and they try to connect you with his love. He's saying, look, I'm doing all this. You know, I'm slaying demons when I'm a tiny baby. I'm lifting the planet. I'm, I'm doing so much. Uh, I need my devotees to help me. I don't really. But I, I'm giving you the opportunity to step up and help me. I want you to give me to the common man. 
Yes. So there is no end to Lord Hari's um, magnificent effulgence because the more we glorify, the larger his effulgence gets. So it's infinite. It's infinite. Yeah. And same applies to you. The, the more you glorify him and the more you do what he wants. Devotional service means doing what Krishna wants you to do and not wanting necessarily to do for Krishna what you want to do. That's very nice. That's very pious. But beyond that is to find out what is it that you want? What is it? I want to get into your head, Krishna. What do you want? Because I want to do for you what you want done. Isn't it amazing? And Krishna says, I want you to bring these souls out of this rotten material world. They came here under their own free will. Uh, and here's the trick. You can't take away their free will. I want you to. This is what a mission impossible. Remember that? Your mission, should you choose to accept it, is to go to the material world, uh, harvest all these souls, and they don't want to come back. They don't want to leave. They don't want to taste uh, my glories. They don't want to. They don't want to see me. They don't want to be with me. They've come there to get away from me. So here's your mission, your impossible mission. Should you choose to accept it, that's what they always did on that Mission Impossible show. Mm -hmm. Should you choose to accept I want you to go there, get these unwilling souls, and get them to come back without removing their free will. This tape will destruct in five seconds. <laughs> yeah. yeah, good luck. Off you go. Now go do it. So when you go, uh, and not only that, uh, I'm not sending you out there on your own. I'm going to empower you to do it. I'll give you the potency to do it. I just want you to want to do it because you know that's what I want. I want you to go live your life in such a way like that. If you'll do that, I'll beam, you know, with happiness. So, uh, yeah, he, he becomes very pleased, very happy. You know, when the devotees <clears throat> throw some big festival and many people are introduced to the holy name, it's not that, uh, it's not just that the devotees are throwing a festival that pleases Krishna. It's that you're throwing a festival and you're attracting all these other people. You're taking something that could be otherwise mundane, like singing and dancing and eating. Most people do that in a very mundane way. You see people, uh, I don't know what kind of dances they do now, but used to be there for a while. It was like people would just dance like, uh, I always wonder, what does that mean when they're going like, how do you do that? You know, I, I never figured that out. When I was in high school, I tried to get in it. You know, how do you know when you're looking really cool? You know, so mundane, you know, and ding, 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 my girl left me. You know, our country and Western music, you know, everything's going wrong. Oh, my baby left me. My truck's got a flat tire. What do you get when you play country music, uh, country and Western music backwards? Do you know? I forget. <laughs> uh, your wife comes back. <laughs> You didn't run over your dog. You know, all the, if you play it backwards, all those bad things, they come, they get good. Come on, this is pretty funny stuff here. You know, what does it have to, wow, tough audience. See, so you've got all these mundane activity, eating. People are eating. You see people all the time at, at some festival and they're stuffing down some sort of uh, meat and, who knows what? He says it's mundane. But Krishna's devotees can turn this into a transcendental festival 
that could save souls. They chant the holy name uh, and they get people to dance to the music, the transcendental music, the tr transcendental vibration. And they give you uh, Krishna Prasadam, you see. And somewhere in the crowd, there's going to be somebody giving you a book. Hey, look at this. You like yoga? Take this, you see. You never know when these uh, uh, covert operatives are going to show up, these devotees of Krishna. You know, I, I hear that sometimes they even uh, disguise themselves and show up on Halloween distributing books. I've heard this. <laughs> you see, you never know when, where these covert operatives are going to spring up. Sometimes they could look like ordinary people. Well, I, I've seen them in airports. They look like ordinary people with kind of a hair turned a little, like they're wearing a wig or something. Remember that? There used to be these weird people in the airports. They look kind of somewhat normal. And uh, they would have Srila Prabhupada's books, you see. So the devotees are, uh, are willing to go on these covert missions. We're going to make it look like we're having a festival, sing and dance and eat. Really, what we're doing is we're luring you in so we can give you Krishna. You say, we want to give you. You're not looking for him. As a matter of fact, you're going the other way. You're headed the, the, other, the wrong way. And so I've got to get you to come towards him without taking away your free will. So I'll chant Hare Krishna, and I'll dance, and I'll sing. Huh? Or I'll sneak into your midst, and you won't even know I'm there. Before you know it, uh, I've got a book in your hand, you see. Uh, or I've got a, the Maha Mantra coming out of your mouth. Or some prasadam going in your mouth, you see. Just give me a chance, and, and I'll trick you into doing So... Yes. Since most people don't like to be tricked, what's the trick so that they actually like it? The trick is to give them uh, a higher taste. I don't like being tricked. And I don't like being tricked when you make some promise like uh, follow my diet and, and your prostate will shrink. I don't like that, you know. Buy my, my herbs. Take these herbs and your prostate will be normal. I don't like that, you know, because it doesn't work. You see? So you trick me and I'm upset. But if you trick me in to say, hey, uh, you know, taste this. Well, I'm not hungry. Give it a taste. You know? And I taste it and I say, oh, that was very nice. Oh, that was a, that was a nice, it's a trick. It was very nice. So if I somehow or other trick you uh, and you turn out the winner and you realize it, then you don't see it as so much of a trick, you see. It, yeah, technically it is. Yeah, that was Prabhupada's whole strategy. Yeah, he was... And, and later he told us, I tricked you. I tricked you. <laughs> and Prabhupada was the trickster, you know. Lately I've been telling the ladies where I live particularly one who has had a lot of difficulties. It's too much for her to chant Hare Krishna. It's just too much of a mind switch. I just said, just say Hare Krishna. And you know what? She's been doing it, and her life is actually changing. So, I mean, that was just such a little thing. You can also, you can also tell people, all right, because they see it as a big thing. I gotta sit down, because you know, in, in the Western world, they, meditation is like you gotta sit, you gotta the posture, the breathing, and you gotta do this whole thing. So you don't worry about sitting down, because I don't want to sit down and do nothing and just chant. So just kind of sing it as you're doing something around the house. You, you're gonna do something in your head. You know, nobody has. Uh, completely blank mind, like a machine. No, you've got to do something while you're doing your household chores, while you're cooking. Just think of a beautiful tune that you like. 
Hare Krishna, Hare Krishna, Krishna Krishna, Hare Hare. Whatever, the classical music, put it to whatever, rock and roll, whatever you uh, appeals to you. Just sing it throughout the day. Don't make a big deal out of sitting down. You know, sometimes uh, you don't give them beads in a bead bag right away. You may give them beads, but just give them the holy name, if nothing else. Sing it however you want. Prabhupada was like that. He gave us the basics, then he gave us the rules. Just chant. Just take what I cook for you. And then we can just come and come in here. And then it was, don't eat anything else. Stop going to that ice cream shop. Don't eat anything unless I give it to you. I do cook for her, but not every day. <laughs> you see, the devotee does like that. You start cooking, and uh, you start cooking for them, uh, and getting them to sing Hare Krishna, and they'll come again and again and again. You know. Uh, and what, what happened, uh, I can remember when, when I first became a devotee, uh, I lived in a place, I lived in Knoxville, Tennessee, and there was no temple. Closest temple was Atlanta in those days. Uh, a good th three hours away, you see. So uh, I was talking with, I think it was Vishnu John Swami. And I was kind of whiny, you know, I don't have a temple. You know, I don't have any association. I was in, in Chicago and talking with him. Uh, and he said, uh, well, then make a, I don't know, it was Triparari. I think it was Triparari. So, Turn your house into a temple. That's more like Triparari. You don't have association? Become association. <laughs> then you, be, you become the association for others. That'll take care of everything you need. So, oh, okay, so just go back, turn my house into a temple. So I bought some Gornitite deities. And I thought, well, I'll look around and see how this is going to work. And I found some guy, I don't know how, I, somebody said and somebody heard that there was a guy out in the country who had retired and he had worked at a, a marble factory. And so he had all these pieces of marble and he was selling them just for you know, for money, you know, beer money or whatever, this old man. So I went out there and he had these like shelves of, of white marble. And so I bought them, you know, one that stand out, one would go like this, another one. So a three-step marble, oh, it cost just a few dollars. You would think that it would cost a lot of money, just a few dollars. And I built a wood frame and I made it on, put the deities and I started cooking and all of a sudden I turned around one day, my house was full. I think, where the heck did all these people come from? You know? So I was having a Sunday feast though. Gorney Tire was saying, you just go through the motions, we'll send the people. You know? And so I'm giving people beads and books and they're chanting and, you know, come to the Sunday feast and they didn't want to leave. Time to go home, but they don't want to go. They want to, well, let's talk about, let's, let's do some more kirtan, you know. Let's have, we have more questions. So, um, and many of those people are still devotees today. And so are their children and their grandchildren. Oh, that's beautiful. You know, so I, I don't know. People, you know, what did you do? I, I was empowered somehow or other by Krishna, by Lord Chaitanya. Tamal Krishnamara says that that deity, Lord Chaitanya, he's empowered you to do this. He came to my house one time. I can't remember when, late 70s. <coughs> and he said, you get more people for your Sunday feast than some of the temples. And he says, that deity, that Lord Chaitanya, he's, he's, he's pointing my deities. You know, he's empowered you. He's, sent, he's sending these people. You know, so... So uh, this is this is what the devotee does. Well, you know, it'll make it'll make Guru and Krishna happy. Uh, and surely, if they want me to do it, they will empower me to do it. I know I can't do it. I know I know I don't have the potency. We all know that. What is it that people like to say? Um, I'm so undeserving. I'm so 
I'm so unfortunate. I'm so fallen. How, how can I do what you want me to do, Krishna? I'm so whatever. So, well, yeah, and that's true if it's all about you. If it's all about you, that's a true statement. You don't have a prayer. You're not going to be successful. But if you accept the empowerment, you know, then don't be fallen. Don't be for unfortunate. Go from uh, weak and powerless to being empowered. I mean, can you take that? Can you, if someone is offering you a stack of $100 bills, can you let them put it in your hand? Someone says, here, take this stack of money. Oh, I'm so unfortunate. I'm so undeserving. Well, can you hold your hand out and let me place it in there? So this is Krishna. Can you just take it? Here, I'm holding it. Just, I'm going to let it go. Put your hand there and there you go. You, now you can do it. But uh, we resist. Why don't we uh, become enlivened when we hear the chanting of Hare Krishna? You know, I think we were talking, you were asked, talking with Dravida Prabhu about why aren't we tasting this, you know? Immediately. Immediately. Well, offenses, that's one. Another thing is we resist. We're fighting it. And the empowerment's coming. The nectar is there. The bliss is there. It's not that the uh, process is flawed in any way. But we resist. It's not because you're a demon. It's because you're attached to your uh, condition of darkness. You're attached. So you know intellectually this is what I want and this is best for me. But it's going to take away my maya. And I don't know if I'm ready yet. It's like if you... Um, uh, picture if you've fallen, uh, or let's say you're locked up and you're in solitary confinement. There's no light. You're in the dark, all alone. And you start to yearn, please, oh, if I could just get out of here, if I could just see the light of day again. So when they come and they open the door to answer that plea of yours, as soon as the light comes in, What's the first thing you do? Close your eyes. Oh. Oh. I'm attached to being in the darkness. Now, you oh, here's the light that I wanted, but oh, I don't want it all like that. So Krishna's like that, you know. Krishna's coming to give you a bear hug. You see, we're like, okay, step at a time. Because we get into uh, this, this marginal error, I mean, uh, uh, marginal um, atmosphere of, of mixed faith. I have faith in Krishna. I have faith in Guru. I still have faith in Maya too. You know? I mean, who's to say that Maya won't deliver and actually give me some real enjoyment? And maybe I don't want to totally let go. The nectar of the holy name is there, but do I want to go there right now, this very minute? Krishna's not going anywhere, is he? Why? He'll be there. So I can go a little at a time, you see. <coughs> so I still have my free will, you see, which is kind of, it's a blessing to have free will, isn't it? It's also a curse. Look where it got us. It got us in this material world. Who needs this ridiculous free will? You cut it loose. It's like a ball and chain. You know, we're, we, when we're conditioned, uh, I want to do what I want to do and go where I want to go, associate with whatever, whatever. It's my thing. I can develop my truth. You know, we were talking about that the other night, you know, my truth. If my truth, if I take a piece of paper 
<clears throat> and I say, my, in, in my world, this is a $100 bill. It's just a piece of paper. You say, oh, no, that's just a piece of paper. Well, that's your truth. My truth is this is $100. So people do like that in philosophy. You can be preaching Krishna conscious philosophy, and they say, well, that's your truth. No, it is the truth. So, well, I said, my truth is this is $100. And that's my truth. Your truth may be that it's just a piece of paper. And you can't tell me that I'm wrong because it's my truth. This is my world. However, when it comes time to cash it in, then we find out the absolute truth. I go to the bank with my piece of paper and I say, hey, banker, my truth is this is $100. Give me $100 worth of gold. And he says, no, it's a stupid piece of paper. Get out of here. Next person in line, you see? So your truth from your free will of what is God, all right? When it comes time to cash it in, you'll find out. Oh, you can have your truth. And you can be very proud of your truth and very attached to your truth. But there will come a time uh, when you have to cash that truth in. What do you get? Is someone, uh, Yamaraj is going to say, no, we don't, we don't take that. That's, that truth is no good. It's like we used to joke uh, when credit cards first became popular. <clears throat> Believe it or not, there was a time when there weren't credit cards. We remember those days, don't we? And we used to say, well, this is, uh, I'm a Christian and I have a, a Christ card. So when I sin, I just charge it to Jesus. <laughs> you know, I have a Christ card. I just charge it to Jesus. And then when you go, uh, when you die and you get to the gates of heaven, St. Peter sa- says, oh, you got a lot of sins. You can't come in here. He says, well, I've got a Christ card. Yeah, but we don't take those. <laughs> we don't accept those. You know, I don't know if that's still funny. We thought it was funny back in the seventies, but so uh, maybe time for one quick question or comment. <clears throat> yes, Diro Dutta Prabhu. I remember that house in Knoxville. I remember that temple room, especially. It made a big impression on me, actually. Yeah. The marble. Yeah. It's like wow, there's marble in the house. <laughs> Yeah. In the room, the temple, and it's marble, like a real temple. It was very impressive to me. Yeah. Because I'd only seen marble in, in the temple. And I had this, you know, I've always been one to overdo things. And I, so instead of just building, and someone at the temple in Chicago, I think it was Uttama Shloka, I said, look, just take a table, put a picture of Panchatatwa, and you got an altar. I thought, well, I'd kind of like to have deities, you know. So, so I, I came across these Gornitai deities, and then I thought, well, I want to just put them on a table. I wonder what. I want marble. I want a marble altar. They've got a marble altar in the temple. Why can't I have one? So, lo and behold, someone says, "You want marble? Well, there's this old man out in the country. I mean, he was way out in the country too." And he had, I went out there, he had all this marble. Uh, Mother, Mother Rungavati in uh, Arkadelphia still has some pieces of that because I gave it, you know, when I got out of family life, I was giving all this stuff away. And, you know, I can't carry this around. So she has a couple of pieces, but he had some nice carved pieces and, you know, a little thing for the deities to stand on on top of the marble. It's just like Krishna said, oh, you'd like a marble altar? I can do that. Yeah, I can do that. That's what you want. You can have it. And uh, so, um, you know, Krishna will empower. He will fu- He will fulfill your desires if you want to serve him. He will. He will. If you want to uh, preach, he'll give you words to say. If you want to touch hearts, he'll work through you to touch the hearts. If you want to change lives, 
He'll do it. And then he'll let you have the credit. And you may think, no, no, this is just Krishna. But people will say, no, no, you did this or you did that. Well, you know you didn't. And then Krishna is beaming. You know, he's so happy. You did this. That's What did you do? You let me work through you. And that makes me very happy, very pleased. Yeah. About being reluctant to accept the empowerment. It reminds me of a story of... I mentioned before that morning walk with Burdas is on the walk. And he asked Prabhupada, what does it mean, Kripa Siddha, to become perfect by the mercy of the Guru? And Prabhupada turns to him and he just starts punching Burdas in the belly. It means the spiritual master forces it on you. <laughs> Such graphic examples. <laughs> yeah, at some point the, the devotee uh, has a tendency to say, Okay, I'm trying, but my free will gets in the way. Uh, I'm moving too slow. Can you please help me? Force me a little bit. You know, give me a good push. Make me do this. Although, if you leave it up to me, I'm going to drag my feet for another lifetime and another lifetime and another lifetime. So, kind of give me, give me some push. You know, <laughs> punching. <laughs> All right, thank you all so much. All glories to Shri Prabhupada. I think it is so special that Dero remembers that altar that you guys go down to the very beginnings. I mean, that's just yeah, like I keep someone envious like me of your history. That's amazing. I, I forget mm -hmm. that. Uh, 40, over 40 years ago. Well, and that, that you were there. just inkling devotees and you built this little altar and somebody is here that remembers it. Tamal Krishna came to my house one time and we were sitting in my temple room, just the two of us, and uh, he's sitting there and he started to chuckle. And uh, he said, you know, here you've gone, you've just opened a temple, you have a marble altar, you have deities, you've become a guru. He said, you've got all these people and there's nobody else here. <laughs> He said, Krishna has tricked you. You brought these deities in here and they tricked you. you he says, I know you, had, you didn't have any plans for this. He says, but you're their guru. You weren't even initiated here, right? Uh, yeah, I was at that time, I think. Maybe I wasn't. That's so sweet. Know. But he That's says, you're... Sweet. He told me, he says, you've, you've, you've attracted the mercy of Lord Chaitanya. He said, he said, you were born to do this. <laughs> Maybe I'll die doing it. I was born to do it, I'll die to do it. <laughs>